yo-yos, goodies with Mark Cuervo. I'm in the I'm in the house with two lovely guests. Joined for another episode of Mark Cuervo's Mandated Madness. I got my man Ray Butsky in the building. It's good. Yo. I said yo. <laughs> I can hear you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I got uh, T-Zone uh, in the building. What's good? Hello, hello, hello. We in here. How y'all doing? Gucci. Gucci. So, hey, uh, we have definitely had some great episodes. Myself and Ray Brusky. We've done a couple of great episodes together. Me and T-Zone Beauty just finished a great episode. And uh, so I had to get the two powerhouses together on one podcast. The GOAT. It was only right. Wow. The wow. GOAT. I'm a powerhouse. Yes. Yeah. Tiff, what's good? <laughs> so now that yeah. I have the two powerhouses on the line, for this great podcast that I have planned. Um, I gotta go deep, man. I gotta go deep. I gotta Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like, like, how deep we getting? Well, I'm gonna go to church. I'm scared. Okay. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. Listen, man. Okay, so I say I say we just gonna have um, great dialogue great conversation you know what I'm saying even if we agree or disagree let's talk about getting uh, whack mixtapes from fake DJs you want what? <laughs> nothing it's inside joke inside joke no no no, no. no you gotta put, now you gotta put us on <laughs> oh Tiffany you wanna put them on? what what, what happened? you wanna put them on? <laughs> she said what happened? you wanna put them on about whack DJs? Inbox you whack mixtapes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No. Listen. No. We'll get into that later. We'll pin that. We'll that pin is, that. Hey, that hey, listen, that's an important topic. We definitely gotta pin that for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But in the meantime, you know, I gotta try to tap into the minds of these two incredible people to try to get the the most impactful in, insight that I can in regards to relationship. Oh, yeah. Snap. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about relationships. All the games, man. Marriage. We're going to talk about just all things that pertain. All right. So, hope y'all ready for the ride. Um... Y'all good? Y'all ready to go? Yeah, let's go. All right. All right, so I think me and Ray, we had kind of, I think we've talked about all of this stuff, bro. Right. But I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with Tiffany. Um, yes. You don't mind me saying, um, you've been married before, right? I have. Okay. So basically, let's start with both of you guys' perspective on differences since you both are married or have been married or are married. 
what's the difference as far as being married being in a relationship and um like the things you have to persevere through as opposed to things that you more so kind of either let go or kind of sweep under the rug if you're in a relationship cool you first okay 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 so so squeezy the other when we talked about last week right it was i i had mentioned that um my boyfriend and i now do the the um daily uh bible verses for relationships come on right Um, daily devotions right yes so ironically one of them that we just did kind of talked about the same thing so basically i see it um as kind of to answer your question the difference is being able to to kind of see the other person's flaws both known and unknown to them and kind of determine can you live with those flaws or is that person willing to to change for you you know what I mean and so to me it's like in a marriage in you know just a boyfriend girlfriend type relationship it's like you kind of know that person is the one you're supposed to be with if you can kind of see beyond the superficial flaws as well as the flaws that they don't even see themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and accept them for who they are and not want to change them. Just be like, okay, you are who you are. And as long as it's not hurting you, me, or us, we're good. Right. But that's just me. But that's just you. That's mm. just me. Hey man, Ray, I need you to attack this. I mean, that's a that's a that's a good philosophy. Oh, it's a philosophy. It, it, it really is a philosophy because because when you get into that, like like you say, you do Bible verses with you know with your boyfriend every every day. Like, what do flaws and um unintentional mishaps with people matter if that's who God has sent you to be with. Yeah. Now what does it matter? Because at, at, at the end he, he he's all-knowing all-seeing, right? So if he's put you, yeah. if he's put you two together like it's a marriage is work. Like so it's it's, it's it's a choice. Like me and my wife were talking about like last night when we had our, our dinner date it's a choice like you wake up every morning and you choose to be with that person like you choose to love that person you choose to serve that person and and be there for them like so it's a choice that people wake up with every morning and some people don't wake up with that choice like that's just like really what it is but when you're when you're boyfriend and girlfriend like you don't have to make that choice like that's not a choice you have to get up and make like you don't have to wake up and choose that person every day like you can just be like, yeah. Yeah. look, cool. Like we hung out last night, but I'm gonna go home and chill for a few days. I'll see you next week or something. Like, like that could be a real thing. You know what I mean? So it's it's, yeah. it's a real big difference between being married and being girlfriend and boyfriend. 
Now let me ask you this though. This this is because you said you said some key. You said uh, you know with the flaws. You know basically you accepted and loving that person for those flaws. Right. But like, of course we all human. So it's like, what's the flaw that? is like all right man i don't i don't know if i can overcome this what that's not a thing there's no such yeah. thing as the flaw that is like right like what? unless it's hurting you or if it's self-destructing your marriage like tiffany said like unless it's damaging like mentally or physically or you know verbally damaging like what's a flaw at that point because it's like it's like, yeah, so they have flaws, but everybody has flaws. Everybody has things that you may not agree with or like about them. But when you're in love with somebody and when that's the person that God has sent you, like those flaws are become very minuscule. Well, a reason, another reason why I asked you that, and that's a good answer too, man. I, 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 I see where you're coming from. But the reason, another reason I asked that question is because we were talking the other night right we talked about being unequally yoked right right and you know pretty much kind of knowing that because you know usually from the surface if you start talking to somebody you get in a relationship with somebody right you know that they have some so you either know that they either have an understanding of god you know, you either you know their stance with God, and, you know, to a certain extent, but only on the surface. But like, once you're actually in the relationship, is how you actually are able to witness how they actually what their relationship with God really is. Right. So it's like you're getting to a whole nother thing now, because like when you're talking about what's their relationship with God, like what if that person just got into the church you see what I'm saying and they're trying to get relationship in the church but they're not saved yet but they're, they're trying to get relationship like are you are you like okay you're not where I'm at so I'm not gonna date you or you're like or are you asking but are you asking God like God like is this the person that I'm supposed to to submit under or am I supposed to serve like or are you what like what questions are you asking God at that point because if you're doing it on your own whim like then that's your own whim and you know we don't have all the answers you know we ain't got all the answers right so like if you're not if you're not sitting if you're not sitting with God on that and wrestling with God like what you're supposed to do then you may be just throwing away a really good person or the person that God has sent you and now you got to go through all this trash with you because you just because you decided to go on your own whim and not listen to what God is saying in that instance. Yeah. Yes. Tiffany, let me hear what you got what you got to say on this. No, I I agree because you know, it's one of those things where if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage, you have to do 
everything conceivably possible you know what I mean to make sure that you guys are always on the same page that you guys are doing for each other you know what I mean it's not just like as soon as you say I do everything is just kind of rolled out in a red carpet for you oh no you 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 have to be consistent with it you have to continue to work and 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 strive at it whereas if you're in a boyfriend girlfriend type relationship you can easily walk away but the thing is it's like you know like like Ray was saying it's like spiritually you guys have to be on some form of a of a of a same page right like at least in the same book but you know it's one of those things where if if you guys and like we talked about it last week if you're you know I'm a complete you know one set of one thing and I have no beliefs in what you have then that's where it gets kind of sticky and that's where relationships start to crumble because once again you guys aren't matching up on really strong platforms right Right. So if you're not equally yoked and like when me and my wife met, I wasn't in church. I even told her she invited me to church. I'm like, I ain't going. I didn't look I, I go to, I'll go every now and then, but I'm not going to church every freaking week or all week and and that and she was like and her response was like, Okay, but that's what I do. Like that's what I did. That's what God, that's where God had her, and that's where she was surging in that in that place. And um, when God wants you, He's gonna get you. Like, so if you like, you have to be open to it. So like, I was open to it, and now look, at me. I go to church on what Mondays, sometimes Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays, sometimes Saturdays. Uh, like like I'm always at church now, but it was just like. Like you can't judge where someone is um, at the moment if they're willing to to make make concessions to to be in be in the same um, level you're at. Basically, like because like I wasn't on her level at that point, and I was just like I was living in the world. I was doing good. I had you know I had bread. I was like cool and. And everything changed. Like, like. Yo, oh, I got a question on that yeah. too. My question. This is for both of y'all. Tiffany, you answer first. Oh, <laughs> great! Go for it. So, for both of y'all, what would you say is like the age where either man or woman? Because I mean, some people believe men mature. But what do you think is like the 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 an actual good age for both women or men to actually really truly um, be serious about like committing and and getting married or you know what I'm saying or being in like a serious committed relationship? Oh, that's a loaded question, bro. Right. Okay. Loaded, right? <laughs> okay. So, uh, can I? Go ahead. Yeah, you can take it. I, I would take a sip I would of like water or whatever you need to do. Pass 
this prize entree and I'll take the next show case showdown, please. I, I can I can, I can answer. I, look, I don't get I've been married twice. So I got married at nineteen. Because I've never yeah. like I've never been a cheater. Like I, I was it was never like, oh I need to sleep with as many women as I can. Like I've I've never been in I've never been in that space. I, I this never appealed to me. Yeah. So I don't think there's an age. I think that I think that if you don't so if you don't my my, my answers always come back to God because that's where that's where I'm at right now. Like that's where I'm at with it. So like yeah. as a man from a man perspective, like if you're able to get married at that at a young age, like where is your life with God? Because you know what happened to me? Like, and the reason I got divorced because I couldn't leave my house well because I didn't know how to. Like, I never had the principles of of being the man in my house or like providing. And I and I don't mean monetarily. I mean like providing. Bro, nineteen is super young, bro. That's like, yeah. I mean, you were a baby. Uh huh. Yeah, that's like, yeah. That's like I, I know for a fact I was nowhere near right. like like it's not even it wasn't even you weren't but I was very I was a very monogamous person like I and I got married at twenty two that that's that's but, like three years later bro that that's really young literally three years later man. I was in college at twenty two like that's like, still young like so I had my yeah. daughter at twenty two <laughs> see you checking yeah. up. Even with that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even even in that type of situation, it's like, you know, it's like, how, how can, um, you know, a father, like, even really know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the person that, man, you know what, this is the one that, you know, I want to be with. It, I just think that's such a hard thing. It's not. To you know why it's hard for you? Grab. You know why it was hard for you at that point? I'm seeing it. Yeah, you know why it was hard for you at that point, though? Because you were not ready to be married. Like, you, you. Yeah, not, I'm not saying, I'm saying is that, like, <laughs> that's not like an, an abnormal an abnormal thing for a 22-year-old man to not be ready to be Right? No. But see, okay. go ahead, go ahead. So, like, for example, my 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 daughter's dad and I, we were together for ten years. So we were together since high school, right? Um, like, and it was it like we had our issues, but you know, it was it was kind of weird, but. I mean, for a consecutive, you know, overall, we were together for 10 years. And, you know, it was just like, that was the person that I thought I wanted to be with. That is the person that I thought I wanted to marry. I mean, this is, this is the man I'm having a child with. You know what I mean? And it's like, as I got older, I realized I'm not ready to get married. Because he proposed the whole nine. Like, we were going to do it. And then I was like, no. I'm 22. Yes, I'm a mom. And no, I don't want my my family to be apart. But at the same time, 
my maturity level to be like a wife, a mom, and just like move forward, I personally was not ready. Right. The crazy thing is, is I thought I was ready at 22. So did I. But I wasn't. But I, yeah, it's like, it's like I didn't realize that. Like ten years later, I'm like, man, I wasn't ready. Yeah, but you both have good points. But it may have not been that you weren't ready. At that age, you really don't know the person you're marrying. Like I didn't know my my ex wife. Like I didn't know her very well, and I didn't get to know her till years later. And it was stuff that was happening that I would overlook because of the situation we were in, right? And that's, and I get that because that's how I was when I actually got married when I was 30. Like, I I overlooked, (laughs) I overlooked stuff. You know what I mean? Like, because we were, we were in a long distance relationship. So I thought I knew one person, but when we actually got together, Mm -hmm. it was completely different. And it's just like, okay, so. But that, is that unusual for it to be different? Like, that's the question you have to ask yourself because when it's a difference in being this is what we're talking about like it's a difference in being somebody's girlfriend and then being someone's wife like like yeah but with the long distance thing it's like you literally can put forth the representation of something totally different than really like right. reality like so, somebody's with you every day, it can be you can literally put on a whole nother. I mean, you can only fake who you are for 90 days, bro. That, yeah, but so, okay, so yes. it was like this it was not a matter of like not being who he was, but it was realizing our Ooh. views and opinions were so vastly different. Right. You know what I mean? Like we were we were on we were on the same side of the spectrum but two completely different sides of that spectrum. You know what I mean? It was just like okay. But why is that bad? It's not that it was bad, but it was just making no. specific things, right? Uh, uh, when it's Were y'all going to church? Like, yes. Oh. Oh. Well, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I got stuck for a second. Yes. We were. We were. We were for a minute. But you know what? Because of conf- um, conflicting hours and everything yeah. else, there was this. Plus, plus, there was a, there was also an issue of and and squeezing. And I talked about it last time. Was when you. When you take the word of the Bible for one thing and suit it to your own benefit, when you're kind of misinterpreting the entire message, right? You know what right. I mean. So there was a lot of that, and it was just like, okay, right. you know what? You can't be shoving stuff down my throat right. and not yeah, yeah, you, wanting to talk about it in its entirety. Right, right. And that's that's a real thing because that that. That's how the that we were talking about this last night too. Like me and my wife get it real deep in her conversations, and we were talking about how if you're not taking the entire context of the Bible and you're taking pieces of it and using it, like it can be dangerous. 
Like it could be a, a dangerous thing, like because you're only getting one piece of the context. When like like I was just like I was talking to her last night, I was like the the books in the Bible are years, thousands of years apart. You know, so it's not like mm-hmm. like yes, some things contradict the contradict in it, but there you got to remember the time frames of these. Like people think like like. King James was wrote right after Ephesians. Like that's the example I used last night. And it wasn't. Like it wasn't like a year later. Like it was a really long time. So just like things change in the church now, like like where we do things differently, like that was happening with like how God was giving these giving these um these thought these uh truths to tell put in the Bible. Like that they change because times change and situations change and you know and that and when you don't get the full context then now you're living off of uh hearsay because that's what it turns into it turns into hearsay because you're not reading the whole thing or you're not getting the whole context of it so it 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 becomes a catch-22 like you can be in church and still get divorced like like my wife just said like you can church and get divorced it's not it's a real thing like it's not yeah 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 but see and that's but see that's my thing too dude it's like you know and what you kind of saying t is kind of saying like basically it's like your relationship can still be um found like founded in god foundation Mm -hmm. foundation is god right but like your interpretation is not always gonna of, of a certain scripture or a certain things in the Bible. It's not gonna be always be the same exact interpretation yeah. as your significant other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't. I don't. That to me doesn't make you right. unequally yoked. You know what I'm saying? It's you know you're gonna disagree on certain things, but just because I feel like we were all taught church different. We were all taught Christianity different. We were all taught. The, our relationship with God different. You know what I'm saying? Some parents thought it was more, more important than others for their having kids in Sunday school. You know what I mean? So it's like there's certain things that, you know, I mean, you see how many different um what do you call them? Denominations. Right. Are, you know what I mean? Like, right, but it, it still comes back to like Yeah. Like when you're saying equally yoked, like that only means like are you guys walking the same path with God like it doesn't mean like yeah do you guys think yeah let not I'm sorry somebody's shooting out here <laughs> yeah what it's oh, not wow. over here but if it's, 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 it's no it's a ways away it's not it's not close it's not close but you can hear it um but when you say equally yoke it's like are you guys walking the same path with God like are you guys like learning together and growing together in Christ? Like, cause if that's, if that's not the case, then you're not equally yoked. That's like, that's like, huh? Yeah, it ha- you're right. It has to be an agreement. Like it has to be like, okay, this is the path that we're walking. This is how we're going to conduct our lives under as one under God. And if that's not, if that's not solid, then that's where you get like the 
because we're all different people, right? Like, you weren't raised the same as I was. Tiffany yeah. wasn't raised the same as you were. Like, we're all different people, so it's like, but you still have that that's foundation of God. So, like, those things you can overcome at any point in time. Um, but it, it comes down to, like, when you say equally yoked, it's like, people get that totally misconstrued. Like, yeah, we're equally yoked. It's like, it's like me being, like, I'm from the hood. It's like me being in Christ right now and still like totally hanging out with all my hood dudes. Like, like we're not we're not equally yoked, though. So like God pulled those people away from me because they weren't meant to be there. You know what I mean? And He'll do that in relationships too. Like if, they, if you're not meant to be with your wife, or you were meant to be with her for a certain time period in your life like once that once that season passes then like you have to conduct yourself accordingly but you have to ask god like what your next steps are like you don't like a lot of people just jump up and get divorced you know how many people got divorced during this coronavirus it's so crazy because a lot of people got divorced during this coronavirus and it's like yeah they literally got sick of each other they finally had to talk to each other it has been they literally got yeah. the, these effects but yeah but you know but it's like if you're if you're like walking like the same walk then you're you know with Christ and you guys are in agreement then you're equally yoked and then all the bro don't what happened joke man what joke? I said they live on the Slow, you slow. Nah, but I I do feel you, man. I yeah. know what you're saying. You know, I, I think I think honestly, I, the only thing I would say different in your analogy is like for me, like the relationship with the homie. It, the only difference is like I still would hang with my homies just because I don't feel like what they're doing is gonna that's not biblically like, sound at all like, that ain't biblically sound at all bro like, it's not biblically sound at all like you yeah I, I feel like I can have more of an you can and your, your, your job as a Christian is to invite them to Christ like it's to keep inviting them but you can't be you can't like you're made new in Christ so you can't live the same life that you were living outside of Christ like so if you're doing that then like what is Christ doing for you at that point like you have to ask yourself that question you have to ask yourself you have to ask God that question right like am I supposed to be with these people because if they're out if they're out in the world they can't speak to you like you they can't they can't like tell you the truth like so when when like when you had your situation with your wife like like who were you talking to at that time because they they're gonna give you the world opinion they're gonna be like nah man you need, you need to leave her blah 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 blah. but what if god's telling you not to leave her what if god's telling you no you need to work this out and you need to go seek counseling you need to go seek guidance but you don't know that from you don't know that from taking advice from people like from, from the world, like if they're living in the world. They they we're we're not the same. Like you, they, like you have to know that. Like 
we're not like we're not the same as like other people that are not in Christ. We're not the same, right? right. And I want your opinion on this, Tiffany, too. But uh, like my the way I'm looking at it is, you know, with a significant other, that's somebody that you literally laying with. You, you know what I'm saying? You're doing jacking up. With a kind of like <laughs> you, you still you you you're not around them. Right. Enough. I'm not saying I'm not. Put into having influence as far as right. I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't be around the homies. You can't be friends with them. You can't like go hang out and have a beer with them. But what I'm saying is that they can't speak truth into you. So like you don't like you shouldn't ask them for advice. Like because the advice that they can give you. Man, the wisest the wisest advice has come from drunks. Stop and stop it. You know what I'm saying? Get them different. Get them different. Get them different. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay, first things first. Nobody's coming into my house, right? No one's coming into my bedroom. No oh, one's coming into my, first you know, first. my personal life, right? Because what happens in my house is in my house. You know what I mean? So I don't need Word. the advice from other people. Right. You know what I mean? Because Word. it's like now... You're putting your business out in the street. So now but, everybody wants to give you their two cents. I definitely Yeah, but that's not that's not biblically sound either. But <laughs> what do you keep people out your house? It's do not. No, it's not. That's not biblically sound. Like that is Yeah. But you know you, what? You don't go look, and tell, tell this, your business to everyone. Thing. This is my thing. Everything Everything that we do is not going to be 100% biblically sound, right? Because we are, we are, we are, God made us of our own free will. So there are times where, you know, we are going to stray to the right, to the left, you know, whatever the case may be. All right, because we're perfect. But to be, to be biblically sound is to make sure that whenever we veer off of his path we come back no matter what we do no matter who we hang out with no matter who we choose to let in our business as long as we continue to always follow or come back to his path for us right right but but didn't you have to look at like how do you do relationship with the people that you're under because you're if you're going to church you're submitted under someone right so like to go like like my wife's saying she's, she's saying like no you don't go and bash and throw out all your dirty laundry but if you're submitted under someone then and you're having problems in your in your marriage in your marriage then uh then you should ask for guidance from those people because those are the people that your your safety's on. Like you're like I like I talk to my one of my pastors all the time. Like when I'm when I'm having like marital not not so much because we don't really have problems, but like when I have like questions or I need like guidance on something like in my marriage, like I go and talk to my pastor and I'm like, hey, look, this is what's going on. Like, can you help me with this? Like it's the same. All right, now hear me out on this. I I get what you're saying, and I definitely 
lived, I've heard of that philosophy. I've also lived by that philosophy. My thoughts on that, though, is at the same time, your relationship with God is, is way more important. And you can get those same answers that you can use, that you're seeking in advice from someone else from God. Right? I've gotten the best advice from God exactly. from himself directly. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like I get it. You know, counseling definitely, I think, is a tool. I think guidance is, you know, spiritual guidance is definitely a tool. But I think the most important like advice you can get from any situation or for any situation. Right, but directly what a, what what happens when you guys are in it and you're arguing and you're bickering back and forth and you can't hear God? Because it happens, right? No. That's you gotta to pull back. Yeah, you gotta exactly, pull Squeezy. That's when you have to be strong enough to be like, "Yo, okay." No. What is the whole point of I what? Know. What is the whole point of us having community, like a community? The whole point of you having a community, the whole 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 reason that you're connected to the body and you have relationship, like, is to like help with these things, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's like you're like what you guys are talking about. Like that's floating head Jesus. It's like, oh yeah, he's always there. Like, yes, he's always there, but he puts people in your life, especially the people you're submitted under, to help with stuff like this, especially when they're hearing from God really well. And they and yeah, and people that have been through similar things and that have seen like stuff that you're going through. Like, where where are you getting in relationship with at that point? Because it like you're supposed to be in relationship like those these are supposed to be people that you trust and this is where the church gets every a lot of stuff misconstrued it's like oh like we go to church i see you on sunday i don't i ain't seeing you no more after that like you do life together you know, i know you know, me and you had this conversation before right you know, where I, I was telling you is like I get what you're saying from a perspective of if you have those leaders if you do have those leaders and you do trust your leaders not everybody has that a lot of people have leaders right but if you're if that. you're in a church and you can't trust your leaders you shouldn't be in that church you need to be asking God where you should be at that's what I'm saying I'm talking about the people that have literally gone from church to church seeking that leader and seeking the person that they can trust like that they haven't found so it's like that's what I'm saying is like getting for people who have found that yeah that's that's a luxury to be able to leave in a situation where you haven't found that you're trying you know what I'm saying it kind of puts you in a different different lane you know it's one of those things where some people are good, comfortable, like Susie said, in the church. Some people prefer to be more private with their their business, their their affairs. You know what I mean? Right, but and it's not. Some are kind of like in the middle. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes, you always have that community, that safety net, those those people around you that yes, you can go to. Right. 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 But first and foremost, if there's going to be an issue in my house. 
my husband and I are going to resolve or talk about or deal with that issue and I don't need other people chiming and chirping in. Right, but this but is a difference in advice versus chirping in. Yeah. There's wisdom. Yeah. Advice. Yeah. So like like my wife's saying, she's like, there's a difference in advice it's and chirping in. Like like people not giving you their opinion. Like people that have been married for twenty years, why would you not want to sit with them and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through? Like, cause nine times out of ten, they've been through it. They like, they, they, but, but exactly, everybody's walking. But you're still because the, let me tell you, I talked to a bunch of people before I got divorced, you know, or even decided to to get divorced, right? And there was a bunch of conflicting information. So that's and it right all depended on right. whose side, you know, in essence, that they were on. And th- this is this is my safety net. This is my community, right. you know, that I'm talking to, the people that I am entrusting in this. Right. Because this is a hard decision because this is not something that I'm taking lightly. Like, this is my life. This is my family right. that I, you know, that I this is about to happen to right. and it's like then it's when it comes right. down to it it's like it's nobody's decision but the people in my house right it is not involving anybody but the people in my house right so, no, you, like you you guys are misinterpreting what i'm saying what i'm saying is that yeah okay you get so you get advice from the outside like then you run it through the filter of God to see if that's like if that's what He's telling you to do, because it's just like like people get in points like Markel and you know this like we've had this conversation like you got to a point where you couldn't hear God like God was God was talking to you but God, you what right talking right. it's not always an audible voice it's like still Right. It's, people can see things that you want. Like it's not always a clear this is God. Right. It doesn't work like that. Right. And then and I'll even give you an example, like how God uses other people. Like so you know Mark, like I've been having like uh writers, right? And I kept mm-hmm. talking to God about it and like I wasn't getting the I wasn't getting the answer that I wanted. I would say I'm sure he was giving me an answer, but he wasn't giving me the answer that I wanted. So four days in a row, on Wednesday, my wife came to me and talked to me like, "Why are you not writing?" Thursday, my friend Chris came to me and asked me, "Why are you not writing?" Saturday, my friend uh, Jesse came to me and was like, "Why are you not writing?" Sunday at church, I got pulled on the stage and and God like told my pastor like it's time for you to write. Like, you'll get stuff, like, you'll get stuff from other people because God will use other people like he used Paul in the Bible. Like, he'll use other people to give you the message. So it's like... Even in that example, those people came to you with the discernment that they got from God. So it's like... It's not like you went to them and said, yo, yeah, like you came to me, you talked to me about it, you know what I'm saying? You probably talked to other people about it. But I think like in in those, especially with those type of situations, a lot of times we just gotta kind of be patient and the answer will come to us. The, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we feel like we gotta move. Like we gotta, if this happened, okay, I gotta react. No, you can kind of chill for a second 
evaluate the full situation, fully look at the scope of the big but, picture. I mean, and then things will start to yeah. But at that point, you're just sitting on your hands. Like God doesn't do like, oh God, fix this, and I'm just gonna sit here and wait. No, He He wants to be in relationship with you. I think patience is a job, just like any other job. So, like, if you're not physically going out and and trying to get the the advice you need, like. Sometimes God, God is like, I already gave you the answer, and He's not going to give you the answer, and He's going to give the answer to somebody else. But sometimes you have to seek that out. Like you, you have to seek and wrestle with God, bro. Like that—that's just—that's just really what it is. Like you have to seek and wrestle with God, and if you can't hear God, then somebody else may be able to hear God and hear what. I mean, hey, you a little muffled, T. No, I, I'm listening. I'm listening at this point. You gotta talk. Uh, no, I want to hear I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like everybody has their their own thoughts, views, and opinions, right? So it's like Ray, you have one point, right? Squeezy, you got one, and I got one. So we each got a third of the pie. You know what I mean? But it's it's all of the same pie. You know what I mean? We all know that God is there. We all right. know that you know we we talk to Him. We we entrust in Him, and it's just like how we go about with the rest of you know our our community and our communication and and how we feel comfortable is different. I mean, and and that's what makes it okay because we all have different opinions. All right. But is there fruit in what, like, in doing that? Like, because I, like, I, I can only speak. To me, there is. I can only speak to my relationship. And, like, there's fruit in us, like, getting with people for guidance. Okay. We, were, we were married for a year we're 10 years apart yeah. grew up in two different cultures yeah like we needed we needed a little bit of person. yeah yeah but yeah like my wife said she's like like we had a baby a year after we got married we we're 10 years apart in age difference never lived together never lived together like bam teenager yeah and and then she's got like we got my teenage son like and she's never had a child like there they definitely needed some guidance in that like that was just right. and, that's, and that's what I'm saying like everybody's everybody's life everybody's perspective everybody's path right is a little bit different so everybody true, needs yeah. just a little bit slightly different level of guidance of comfort of of just um you know, just a, it's just a different path, but it's like because if we all walked in exactly the same path, we would run into each other, right? right? So, right. and there wouldn't be enough iron enough space iron. for like the word to get to everybody. So it's like as long as we're taking our own path, but we're all taking that path together, it doesn't matter what direction you get there, as long as you get there. Right. 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 So. Yeah, I, I think too. Also, a big thing about it is like 
you know, like I one of the things I said was I've, I've been that route where I went to guidance from my spiritual leaders and, you know, not that they gave me bad advice, wrong advice. It just was like, it just, the experiences were, were different. And it's like, for me, I've always just had better experience just communicating, right. communicating directly to God. But I won't say that somebody's wrong for no. But advice is advice is it's optional. Like it's advice is just advice. Like that you take it's like it's like when somebody gives a a testimony and or somebody's or God's correcting the church and there's words that were given like like things should be done. It should have been done this way and like you only take what's for you. Like if, if it's not for you, then you just you let it go. Yeah. Like it's you take it and then you take it to God. Like if yeah. you and you also don't ask advice from someone who has a rocky foundation. Right, right. Like you don't have to blast. You don't have to blast it out. But if you if you see someone who there is fruit in their marriage, like iron sharpens iron. Like there's nothing wrong with asking like hey what worked for you in this situation or hey i'm in a similar i'm in a similar pickle like what did you guys do to choose to make your life good that's what from sadie's gathers that's my wife by the way uh, you know. <laughs> hey welcome to the uh, mandated madness mark as you can hear, we, we you know we like to go deep on our on our uh, topic, Uh-oh. which brings me to another. Oh. Topic. Tiffany, this one yours. You say you was taking the next one, so this yours. Oh, <laughs> she sure did say that. Sugar smacks. Okay, go ahead. She sure did. Okay, so this is a great question, just because, um, from my perspective, all right, like I'm just gonna kind of give you a little background mm-hmm. before uh-huh. I give the, the question. Um, you know, I'm born from a black household, black family, you know, um, like kind of from the ground up, built up like black family, right? And like I remember when I was a kid, I had a friend, um, one of my best friends growing up was uh, was mixed, right? And um, we, you know, we got along really well, but he was had like his relationship with like the other kids in the neighborhood was never like good. Always like they were always giving him issues, bullying him, whatever. And I would have mm-hmm. to kind of step in and stand up for him or whatever. And so that was always like my perspective growing up. And then as I got older, then my perspective as an adult was always seeing mm-hmm. how there was a negative stigma of uh black you know, successful men being with um, women of different race, right? And then um, a different stigma with women who were uh, African American descent being with another a different race, right? So, my question to both of you guys is what is your perspective on interracial relationships? And will we ever get to a point where there is no stigma whatsoever towards interracial relationships? 
Tiffany? Oh, <laughs> I like, I love this. Yeah, topic. why y'all be quiet, man? Yeah, that was awkward. That was like a super awkward like, silence. I need, I need. This, I need this one is oh. my favorite. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Where, where do we start? Where, where, where do you want me to start? Oh my gosh, there was just so much right there. Start from the beginning and then keep going. Let me okay. know. Just, just talk. So. Mixed. Um, <laughs> being mixed is hard. It is. It's like it's good, but it's hard. So, like, I'll give you an example. I'm a military brat, right? So, grew up all over the place. Right. Always interacted with everybody. Never, you know, lived on base. Never like saw black, white, whatever. <laughs> um, until I got to Indiana. And then it was like, I had kids throwing rocks at me, calling me all kinds of names, you know, coming to my house, being real aggressive with my parents because, you know, they were an interracial couple. And then, you know, years later we moved to Maryland. And then that's when I kind of saw for the first time, um, we moved to PG County, predominantly black County, great place. Okay. But to be honest, I had never seen so many black people in <laughs> one place in my entire life. And I was like, yo, what the hell? Okay. Okay, I got this, right? And I walked in and automatically got the side eye, the stink eye, the the everything. Because <laughs> Automatically, there was a stigma that I thought I was better than everyone else because I had good hair and I was light-skinned. And I was like, wait, what? So it was like growing up mixed, it was hard because it's like you're too white for the black people but you're too black for the white people. But at the same time, it's amazing because as, as you know, my, my ex used to say, I, I saw the world with rose-colored glasses because I didn't see people for color. You know what I mean? Like, I literally saw them for who they were. It's like, I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, whatever. It's like, you're a person, you're a human being. We all bleed the same, you know what I mean? So it's like at the yeah. same time, it's amazing. And I kind of wish that as, as you know, and this may offend some people, but I kind of wish that like everybody just got to experience it even just for a minute. You know what I mean? Just because you finally kind of see people for people, you know what I mean? And everybody stops putting like labels on you, like are you black, white, whatever, because we're all mixed yeah. at that point. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Now, that was controversial. It was. It was. Because right <laughs> on the flip side, right? And this is where it gets hard as an adult, because as an adult, yes, I love my Norwegian Czechoslovakian <laughs> side. But at the same time, Mm-hmm. I am so deeply enrooted in my 
you know, Caribbean, you know, black culture that it's just like, sometimes I forget about the other side. You know, I, I, I do. And it's just like, I'm a proud black woman and I love my black men. Have I dated outside of my race? Yes, I have. But at the same time, not caring who I date as a preference, I prefer my black men. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something about them. (laughs) Yeah, you are. You are. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like that black man represents my dad. You know what I mean? And just like I can I can yeah. look at another interracial couple and and respect it you know what I mean because that, that's my parents but I will say at the same time in 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 the deep 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 pits of my tummy and in the in the tiny 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 portion in the back of my head I'm like gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean but it's it's yeah. one of those like I still love it like because we're we're at a at a place where we can kind of say I love being with my my own culture my own people but at the same time I think we're evolving into that place where we can say okay we can we can do this you know what I mean like we can be with somebody else whether it be like you know uh, a white guy and a and a Spanish girl or a, an Asian guy and a you know black girl wh- whatever the case may be you know what I mean like we can all intermingle because it's like what the hell like we're all people yeah yeah for real but see like that's the thing it's like you know, there's still like even now. I mean, of course, it was it was unheard of, and it's at a certain point yeah. in history, right? But now, like, it's a lot better. But at the same time, there's still that thing. So, like, you know, like that that negative thing. That's I mean, I can speak to the black women. Relationships. So you know what it is with them that. is that. No, I'm good. I look. I can. If I say something, I can always stand on what I say. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, hey, that this is Ray Whiskey speaking. <laughs> <laughs> that, but like, my wife's white. Like, she's she's a white woman. Go ahead. And um, like, we go out sometimes, and like, especially like when we're at like gas what? bars, and like the black girls are there, like, hey, this nigga with the he with the white girl like what's up with that but you know where that comes from it's come from because black women are the most sexualized women on the planet and not just from other races like mostly from my races so like you know how it is like when you went to homeboy like oh damn that was fine i'm trying to smash like like that's how a lot of black men treat their women and so like when they see like when they've been through what they've been through and then they see you with a white woman they're like oh right they that ptsd kick in and they're like oh look he with that white bitch but it's like no i've been with a lot of black women and 
my experience is it's been bad for the most part. Like it's it's my first wife was black. Like she's from Ethiopia. Like, but it was it was a bad experience. But I didn't go find my wife. I didn't go find a white wife because I just wanted to date a white girl. Like I found the person that like loved me for who I was. And that's how it come. But they, they just have a like like you said, a PTSD. Like it's like they see you with a white woman and they automatically get enraged. Like you couldn't find a black Yeah. Right. They think you took them. They think the white woman took the black man from them. And it's like, no, like, because I'm kinda nerdy. Like I'm I, I I'm 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 a I'm a no really no like I grew up I grew up in I grew up in West Tampa but like I'm kind of nerdy like I never I never got into the hood stuff like I like I like I've been around drug dealers and I've been in the hood but like hey listen listen yeah one hundred percent still knock your block off so it's not a matter of. I'm exactly. Wait, it's not a matter of like thinking that. What happened? I'm, I'm trying to, to say this. <laughs> so it's not a matter of, of being like, oh, well, they, they stole you, right? Because it's not that for you because is. you're you're interracially mixed, so you don't see that part. But like. Like full, like blooded black no, women. No, 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 no! Wait, wait, what? It, it, what? <laughs> time out! Time out! Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. No, man. Just because I'm mixed, right? Right. And some some may take it whichever way they want, but whatever. But just because I'm mixed does not mean that I do not think like a. Do you get upset woman. about yes. that though? Like I said, does that upset you huh? when you see a black man with another white woman? I I, I even said in, in you know as my wrap up when I when I see another. Another woman outside of a black man, right. like a, whether it be white, Spanish, right. Asian, whatever, doesn't matter. Sometimes there is, like I said, in the pit of my stomach, that that feeling of uh, like it just ooh, that 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 stung. Even though I am mixed, you know what I mean? Because it's still, it's it's like that whole, it's like a, it's, it's like honestly, you lost one. It's almost like it's. <laughs> It's built into our literal DNA to have that feeling of just that, uh, like, ah. Uh, right. Okay. I wonder if, the, see, that's, you know, I wonder oh, yeah. if other races have that. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, do, do Asians feel I'm, look, a I'm certain you, way I'm going to tell you a story Asian. about, yes. um, so my ex-wife was Ethiopian, Ethiopian, and we were living in Seattle in the Ethiopian community. And people like like Ethiopian men used to run like they were scared of me because I was you know I'm a big dude so they were like they didn't want to come up sit in my face but they were run by us while like we were coming out the store or something they'd be like and they said in the mark and I look at her and I'm like what do you say he said oh you couldn't find somebody um um 
of African descent to date, you had to date this black monkey. Like, like these are like Ethiopian black men. Like, oh wow. Like, so it comes from. It, it can be any race. Like, like white white people do that to like my wife. Like, they, they'll look at her and they'll be like, "Oh, you dating a black dude? Like, you, like you experimenting? Like, it happens. Like, it's it's." A... My grandfather. <laughs> yeah, oh, my wow. grandfather. Yeah, yeah, so it gets deep. Wow. Like it gets deep. Like because it's wow. you got to remember this country. No matter how you, how much you love it, I love it. Like I, I wouldn't want to live in another country. But this country was rooted and built on racism. Like it was rooted and built on it. So like you got to think like the stuff that black women have been through. People say you don't carry your ancestry in your DNA, but that's not true. Like, it, 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 it can't be true. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's generational curses, so it's like... I don't believe that. It is. Yeah, it's, it's too... Everything is too similar. Like, you see the generational things, like, literally right. copy themselves, like, literally mimic the previous generation. So, it's like, that's not... That couldn't well, it's not... It's not... Even if it, that's, it's called post-traumatic slave disorder, right. it's a real thing. But it's it's not even like so. Even if you take it from the say say it's not in your DNA, like just for argument's sake, like say it's not in your DNA, they still feel the effects of it, like the effects uh-huh. of everything that happened the post the post Atlantic rate uh, uh, slave trade. Like you still feel the effects of it. It's still a prevalent thing, and it's like. Right, it's a stronghold. Right, right. It's a, it's a, it's something that the devil uses against black people. Like it's a real, it's a real thing. Like, like when you seen roots, weren't you pissed off? We started a sub, we started something called Cracker Day at at Jeff's my brother and them did. Yeah, like her sister got jumped on Cracker Day. Like it, it was like because they used to show roots in high school, and it was like why? Like you just pissing people off. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. the, it is rooted in our DNA, and it's like, yeah. But what do you do to get past that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, like it's just gotta you. You gotta use it as empowerment. Like honestly, like and just you know what I'm saying. Like I think it just goes like people worrying about that because at the end of the day it's like it wasn't like you were going to be with that specific person that decided to be with another person from another race you know what i'm saying it's it's just it's just that that person is with somebody from another yeah. race that's it you know what I'm right saying? it's just as simple as that right but it's it's, it's, it's okay it comes down to like you know like it, it as a black race as a whole like we haven't a lot of us haven't determined how to love love like love who we are and then like they see like they see a black man with a white woman or a white woman with a black man and they start these like they start getting these fears and insufficiencies and like and they get mad and that, that that's what happens and it's not it's not even a real thing like they like if they sat back and thought about it and and looked at it for what it was like it's not even a real thing like people don't like some men some men go out and look right some people go kid, yeah right look at kids like kids don't see race 
that shit's taught. Like it's, it's passed down from yeah. generation. Like it's taught. Like so, like you can't get mad at the person. Like you get mad at their parents. Like what did you teach your kid at that point? Yeah, like what? Why would you well, right. raise your kids? Like, right, but being in an interracial relationship, like you get so much yeah, culture, man. bro. Like, why are you kids? Yeah, right. Was that ours? I huh? said I forget that he's black. We can't hear <laughs> You know, like I don't see him as like. Oh, yeah, yeah. My man, black man, husband. Man. Like I see him as my husband. Like I don't yeah. like to me. There's no, there's no difference. Word. Like I Word. literally like it. It's not in the forefront of my mind. Right, and that's just how I was raised. Yeah, and that's how it should be for real. So let me ask you: Do do you? I mean, you 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 obviously do feel the the negative stigma around it. Like, do you um, think that that will ever... My prayer away? is that it does. I mean, honestly, with a lot of different couples being in interracial um, relationships and having interracial babies, like, if you look at numbers, it's projected to, to go down. Right. What you say, what you always tell your, 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 your mom, but they're all gonna die off anyway. <laughs> yeah, all the racists and bigots are gonna die anyway. I just know that my God's bigger. Right. 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 I mean, you yeah. you see stink on both sides. I get shade from white people, and we get shade from black people. But then I just realized that, like, that's not that's not my insecurity. Like, that's total projection, and like. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm really yeah. sorry, but it just worked out this way for us. I'm hot, man. Like, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Good. Like, I hope I make people mad. Like, I hope I like I hope I make people mad. And guess what? God will have His vengeance on that. We all want people, man. Like, there, there was there was there, there was a lot of tribes, bro. Like. It's, they all come from different tribes, so it's all it's all good. Listen, I, I knew that that would be a topic that could definitely literally give us like some conversation that needed to be had. Like I, I think certain topics like people are scared to touch on because people are scared to like face like difficult things. And yeah. that's like a difficult thing for a lot of people to even grasp that concept. Like, it, it, just now, recently, they started putting, yeah. you know, interracial countries in commercials. Like, that's that true. just became okay. You know what I mean? That used to be a long right, time, right. like literally five, ten years ago. You could not. You know who we got to thank for that, though? I was got to thank Drake. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both, you got look, you I got Drake Steph started Curry. it, and then Steph Curry came yeah, with you know, with the international. Now he was like, you know, it's like, yeah, 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 Steph they cool, Curry. man. I like them. <laughs> they not, he looked like he is, though. Look like well, Puerto Rican. I, I give him credit, but look, look, yeah, he looks like Steph Curry's look, black. I know, yeah. I know, but look, look, 
My son is gorgeous. I mean, even Look, I my know son is, that. My son is gorgeous. And so is his wife. <laughs> no, my son is gorgeous. He's the prettiest baby on the planet right now. Oh, mixed babies facts. are the prettiest babies this ever. Is facts. I mean, I'm just saying. This is facts. This is, so, this is yes. what was supposed to happen, though. I think this is what God had this to happen. I'm biased, anyway. Every baby. Every baby. No, no lies. There's some ugly babies. No, man, there's some ugly babies. I'm sorry. There's some, uh-uh. there's some like. I got a friend. Look, I got a friend named Amber. There's some babies that look like. I, I got a friend named Amber. She she called me one day. She was like, "You gotta stop posting your baby because my friend be posting <laughs> her ugly baby, and I be wanting to tell them like, no, this is what a pretty baby looks like. Your baby. See? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> hey, hey, she need to put up a comparison. Piece. Nah. But the thing is, as soon as you put she need to put up a comparison. Being beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. colorism. Yeah. That is. Like as soon as you put a yeah. standard. On a like on a race as being more pretty than the other, then it's like then you have like darker skin, yeah, um, babies who are gonna have an issue, and then you have lighter skin ish. Like I'm white, and it has not always been, yeah. <laughs> not always been <laughs> in favor of me. <laughs> It's like, no, you're yeah. pretty because you're a human and you yeah. have a good spirit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not because you have beautiful caramel skin or white skin or like deep yeah. chocolate. No, it's like your spirit your makes soul, you beautiful. Yeah. Your yeah. soul is pretty. Yeah. But you can't see people's souls sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you just see the just see the face. You know, but but then you can I'm I'm joking. I'm listen, y'all. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dying here. I, I fat need to come back in my life. If Brady is at seventy five percent, we win the Super Bowl. If, if he's at seventy five percent, we win the Super Bowl. That's oh yeah, that's a guarantee. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. If he's seventy five percent, he ain't got to be a hundred. If he's seventy five, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Um, the draft was good. I, I think um, we we got all the positions that we needed, and then don't don't sleep on Calais because Calais that we got in the seventh round, he's the fastest guy in the league right now. He's gonna be our kick with him. Running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fast, bro. He's so quick. Running back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sleep on him. Yeah, I, th- I like it. Yeah, I think we did a good job. We only needed two. We only, we honestly only needed two positions. Yeah, we needed a, a safety, and we needed a um uh right tackle. We got both. Huh? We couldn't pass them. No, no. Why? Why, bro? We you, he gonna get coached up from from um. I forgot our defense coordinator name, but he's going to get coached up from him. And then his dad played in the league for 14 years and was the, one of the most productive players to ever play the game. Like, he's going to be good. He, he got the parrot. Hey, did you guys know? Wait, did you guys know yeah. the other day 
I went to Sephora and they had this new what, Sephora from Urban Decay. And in the mall? Um, Wait, time out, time out, time out. No, I gotta get this have, right. Did they have pewter you, you went to the mall? <laughs> they have pewter no, I didn't. Oh Lord. Why. Okay, all right. You almost got me excited for no reason. Hey. Hey, did they have I, I just need the gray one. I need the gray. I need the gray uh, Via Vea shirt. That's all I need. Yeah, the pure, the pure gray. Like, yeah, it's great. No, I, I need. Yeah. What did I don't know. What did they have at Sephora, Tiffany? Yeah, but specific. It's specific. Yeah, no, no my, my, I mean my my wife want to know. No, my mind. wife want to know. No, tell us. <laughs> No, 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 you're not going to interrupt our Tom Brady talk and not give us the full detail. I have no idea. I wasn't on Sephora. I like the uh, men's cologne they yeah, got there. literally was just thinking that. It's, it's not. Uh, that's it, um, it's, it's Paul uh, Pablo Blanco. One million. That one. Oh, oh my God. It's so expensive, though. I, I want to buy it, but I can't is, afford hey. it. <laughs> no, there is nothing. There is nothing. Well, I was about to yeah, say we gotta no. use, we gotta use tax bracket. Is is something that's important because there is nothing better than a man that smells. I mean, I, I pick him. Oh Lord, here we Let go. Yeah. So I, I do have a question about that, though. Here we go. Oh, I do have a question about that. Seriously, this is a good question. So. Now, with the emergence uh-huh. oh, God. of Axe spray, body spray, I'm, I'm, I'm about body spray for cologne. I am about to shut that down right now. Axe is the state. Axe is for a friend. I'm asking a question. Listen, no. Axe is for state people, people that yeah, don't take baths and trying to cover up their order. That's what Axe is for. Like they, they grab mm-hmm. that is spread on and still be funky and don't know it. Man, how you gonna disrespect Axe? Axe would be like, like, okay, let me ask this though. First, no, I'm not going to go on. You got the real stuff. Hold on, hold on. Serious question. Hold on. Serious question. Serious question. <laughs> Serious no. Question. No. They no. do have no. body spray no. from. Only, I I the only time when I, I use body spray, I, I only use it when I get out of the shower. Like I'll I'll spray it on, and then I, but I'll still put cologne on. Yeah, but I don't I don't use it. Okay, I'm using it. No, I'm so using it for what it's for. It, just as a, it's, like it's a called body spray ass. for a reason. Like you spray it on your body after you get out the shower. That's the only reason you use it. That's it. There's no other reason to use it. You can't cover. Yeah, you buy body spray when you can't afford cologne. That's really what it is. Yeah, that's pretty it much. It doesn't last long. That's the yeah. difference with yeah. body spray. Like, like there is something about cologne where it's just like I I don't know it it like lasts for like oh wait wait what's your what's your favorite more, cologne? more pody. Oh, Hase Miyake. Is it Miyake? Hands down. It's like. Yes, it's because it's, like, it's faint and it, but it smells really good. Yeah. Yes, it has like this very light, but like very, it's like a light but masculine smell. And <laughs> it's just like 
it's like I am a smooth, sophisticated. I got a story about Itsubiyaki. Yes. So when I was in high school, uh, ninth grade, my brother, he was working full time. So he like used to buy all this stuff. So I would sneak in his room every day before school and I would put on Itsubiyaki. And then I I didn't realize how much I was using and I used this whole bottle. And he was like, bro, you using my cologne? And I was like, uh, yeah. He said, you gonna buy me some more. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he was still at the club yeah, at that time. So he was like, cologne. he went to put some on for the club and I was like, and it was gone. And he was like, man. Yeah, yeah, it was like 12 o'clock at night. And you know, the mall is closed. He's like, man, you use all my clothes. I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Okay. But that one, that one is like a head turner. It's like, guy walks by, like, oh, yes, hello. My favorite image. Very sexy. Hey, listen. I'm the secret. (laughs) That's my favorite clone ever. Okay. 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 Um. Um. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not up on that. Uh, so I'm gonna have to. I'm to get up on that. Because I, 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 I was like, I no, they got a very sexy women, men. But okay. I mean, it's, if, look, if that's the lit. Like I'm telling you, it's lit. Okay. Now yeah. I gotta smell it. Okay. Let me give you I'm gonna hang up this phone. Shut up. <laughs> Old Spice. Yeah, that's Old disrespectful. Spice. Come on. That's disrespectful. Neither one of you. I'm a no, not Old Spice. And that's disrespectful too. Who? <laughs> what is it? Sean Paul Get the Air. That's my favorite good. one. I like that. Yeah. Sean Paul. Sean Paul it's too strong for me, though. Yeah. It's just not. That shit to me, it just smells so. You like, need like two squirts of that, it's man. Like you strong, can't. Be, but it's at the same time, it's confident as fuck. Like it's. Yeah, no, strong. Yeah. Like, you can't but be in no crowded, crowded room. Like. <laughs> but no, that's that's like one where you have to like spray it twice yeah. in the air and walk into it. Yeah, yeah, because so it's strong. Yeah. That's the real yeah, strong. Yeah. You can't just spray it directly on you. But yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, just that to me, that's like. That's like oh, AK, don't ever rich, do scent cologne. Okay. Don't ever do okay. um scent bird. Scent bird, they'll send you the they'll send you the ones that you like, oh. and then after that, because I was re- I was gonna do it, and I was reading the reviews on it, then they won't send you that sh- no more for like a year. Like they won't send you the t- like they won't send you the same one. Yeah. yeah. So wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, wait. Yeah. What do you guys like on your um, I'll take the one we got for our wedding. What do we uh, for our wedding? Go ahead, bro. No, what's the Gucci? What's the Gucci? No, it's not Gucci. Hold on, she's gonna go look. She got it on her camera. 
out of here, bro. Yo, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm about anything bath and body works, like real talk. Yeah, the Dolce no, and Gabbana, the Dolce and Gabbana intense. I love, I love the lit. What's the lit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm really okay. So, yeah. squeezing. Do you like more of like the sweet sense, more of the floral sense, what more of the like? It's a. It's, that one's like a warm and spicy clean. scent. Like it's like. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. That sounds like. Hold on. I just got excited. That <laughs> it might be. Do I need a new? Yeah, I gotta get. Intense. That's the one you got. Yeah, yes, I love that that's one. That's the one yeah. I have. Good thing yeah, about the thing that one is it smells different on everyone because yeah. it depends on your um, body chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So you have to, yep. Yeah, you have to get yeah, cologne like that really and perfume like that's me. good with your body chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So if you get the wrong one, it'd be like, oh, well, you smell bad. You smell like boomer. Like, what is that? Fahrenheit, 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 Fahrenheit or whatever? I don't oh, wear it. That one smells like straight body. But I like it. Huh? Yeah. My wife cuts my hair. She's a... Uh, Yo, stylist. you been cutting your hair, Ray? You been cutting your yeah, hair? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, I... Yeah, I ain't, I ain't have to go oh, to the barbershop. I've been trying going to the barbershop, though, one time. Because one time, so, so one time when I first met my wife, I said, you ain't never cut my hair. And she tried to hold me to that forever. Like, I'm talking about a couple of years. Like, and then, like, we was, you know, we was trying to save some money. And she was like, she had to break bro. She had to cut it. And she's been cutting it ever since. You had the bigger, bro. Maybe I did. I did. I be I look. I be putting on blasts in front of people. I was like, everybody, you ain't got the hair yeah, that. You're exactly. like, I was like, like you won't cut my hair. <laughs> she like, tell them why, why I won't cut it. <laughs> oh, Tiffany. You know what, Tiffany? You know, that child, I don't blame her. I wouldn't cut it either. Just yeah, look. But when that beard start growing in. No, it got to get cut then because I only grow one beard. I only grow one side. The other side don't grow. So, like, it be one side full beard and the other side be like, Pack. uh-huh. Like, Pack. so you look like two-faced. <laughs> <laughs> I look like patches. I be trying Yo. to from beard grow, man. I, 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 my hormones crazy. all messed up. Clump, <laughs> I can't. You <laughs> know. I don't. Apparently, apparently, I never made it ever puberty. I was, just, wow. I was like a baby, then a baby man. Like that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> you are a big baby man. <laughs> like so uh, cute. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Yeah. Yo, man, I'm listen. I'm so glad that we did. This, Look, man. Like, I seen the I seen the I'm one y'all like, did not. I, 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 like, I was like, how y'all gonna do a podcast and they let me know? Like, he was jealous. I said, man, I said, and I talked. Look, and I had talked to Markel, and he said nothing about it. He he. <laughs> he go to lie. 
You know what? Because honestly, bro, it, it literally came out of the like air. Like it just literally oh, randomly came up out of the air. And uh, she was like, she, she, I didn't even know you was the one. See, I didn't yeah. know you was the one that had actually, um, you know, had followed my podcast. I thought it was somebody else. Then, um, so then when you hit me, it was yeah. Like, oh, Yo, oh, I gotta, you know, get, I gotta give you the message because I never gave you the message. Yeah, Tiffany you know, said, hey. I've been looking for guests. So. She told me and she seen me in the hall. I was, I think I was going to the lunchroom, and she was like, "Oh my god!" I said, hey. "I said, okay, I'm gonna tell him," and I never told you. So now I'm telling oh. you. Yo, squeezy. That was like, <laughs> that was like. Yo, what, I, that um, was. I, I wasn't even born in nineteen. In nineteen twenty two, that I told him that. My mom was born in nineteen twenty two. That's a throwback yes. message. He hit me. He throwback Thursday. TBT. Yeah. That's TBT. But yo, no, man, I appreciate y'all for real. Like, I, I appreciate both of y'all bringing y'all perspectives, y'all knowledge, Fact. y'all wisdom. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ray, you already know I always come to you to get advice. So I, I ain't always been this wise. Bit of jewels. <laughs> drop on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the jewels oh, that you Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes growth, man. It takes growth. 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 It takes being able to like stand on what you believe in and not let other people sway you. And I I think both of y'all have definitely done an amazing job at being being yourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's like above all that's what I admire both of y'all for being yourself in every situation. And I've always seen that ever since I know y'all like day one. That's how y'all being yourselves. And it's like, man, that's the type of people I try to surround myself with. That's the type of people in my circle. The people that are solid, that's like not swaying because of the way or what people are doing or what people are saying. They literally. Oh, wait. Look, before we go, Tiffany got to tell them about the uh, bomb DJ. Tell them about the bomb DJ. Y'all literally are essential workers. So he's so he so nah. So he's in on the joke. No, no. So okay, okay, okay. He my boy. Look, I ain't got no problem. Like down, down, my boy. That's my dog. But he be sending, (laughs) he be sending me these whack whack mixtapes that he do as a so-called DJ every day, and I I listen to one. And my ears were bleeding. I, I was, <laughs> I was like, "What's happening? What is this crap that you're sending me?" But I was like, "Man, that's cool. You know, keep doing what you're doing and left it at that." But he, but because I did that, now he just keeps sending. So now I'm gonna have to tell him, like, I know, I know, I did lie. God forgive me for that. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I didn't want him to stop doing it because that's what apparently that's what he enjoys to do. But now I'm gonna have to tell him the truth because he keeps sending me these things. 
<laughs> no, my friends will make him happy. No. I, I know him. It's, it's time. I'm going to have to sit him down and be like, hey, oh, I'm an real. artist. Like, I really listen to Mutus. Listen. Like, oh. that just sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Listen, no, no, listen, dude. I got a, I got an artist, dude, by the name of E Shop. Literally, oh, this dude recommended my interview. He literally sent me music to my email and videos to my email since 2005. No lie, right? You suck. Dude is. You suck. He, he, to me, I don't know about anybody else, but to me, he's not that good, bro. Like, he's been bad for a long time. Oh. Like, he should have. Stop sending me emails with his videos. He might have got it from um Instagram. Somehow he got the email. I don't even know how he got. It. I got my, my Wait, did you say from MySpace? Bro, why do you have a MySpace? Let's talk about that. I got it. Why do you have a MySpace, bro? For real, I think he got right. My email. Exactly. Wait, let's let's rewind. Bro, you no just, just brought me back to Mogul and all that, bro. How long do you have playing on your MySpace? <laughs> I don't. I'm saying back in 2005. Oh I'm lord! I'm saying, okay. back in 2005, this man got okay. my email and has okay. been sending so, me music wait, since squeezy. then. Squeezy. No, you, he does never stops for all the You need to delete that whole email. Just throw that whole email away. No, I have multiple emails, but he still sends music yeah. to that email. Just let that be your spam email. No, but listen, this is the thing. This is the thing about No, it. you don't. This is what I'm about to tell you about the DJ. No, you don't. You have to respect. That's a no. That's yes, offensive. No, no. What you're saying right now is bullshit because because you're a you're a you're a lyrical guy and every single thing he said to you from this point on. No, no, it's not. Why? He recalled it. I still listen to Young Thug, bro. I know. I still listen to little. Oh God, yeah, it do. Like I still listen to Smith sometimes. Like, it doesn't this, have this to be. Lyrical. You might as well listen to the beat. If it wasn't lyrical, then it would just be like. <laughs> right, just let it be instrumental. Just, just. I don't need. Bro. I don't Sometimes he's entertaining for kids. Okay, you can't tell me that Soldier Boy. He's entertaining for kids. I. Soldier, I've never went to the club and danced with Soldier Boy. Yeah, but it's still funny. No, it's entertaining. I danced to the Franchise Boys though. They thought I listen to Nas. I listen to. Yeah, I danced to the Franchise Boys. I ain't gonna lie to that. But that was I lit though. That was the time though. That was snap music, so everybody was mad. Franchise boy. Yeah. But I didn't listen to what they said. I listened to the beat. The That's beat was dope. No man, you. No man, no. Stop it. Stop yeah, it, bro. But they was entertaining over the beat. Stop man. it, bro. Squeezy. Squeezy. Like we're 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 drinking we're drinking but like, wine and martinis and you're drinking like you did not just pull out Saint Eyes. Oh drink. Lord. I used to drink that by the way. I used to drink that a lot. 
Corby. Uh-huh. Lit. You know, lit. The, the, the fruit punch special brews. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> man, y'all gotta stop. <laughs> well, yo, man, this has been a an amazing podcast with the two of y'all. I appreciate you joining me. Give yeah. Socials oh, and, and the album's coming out, out uh, June 29th. Out, if y'all so haven't radio, gotten, um, right I'm now. on an album right now, which is probably the best album in the city. That'd be different. Sean October. Like, check it out. It's dope. Uh, Facebook, Ray Butsky, whatever. Um, iTunes. Uh, Amazon, any social, any any social music, Spotify, any it's on all of that. I'll send it to you. Are you gonna have a link to it on your Instagram? All right, then. Man, I ain't got no link for that on there. Yeah, it's on one of my posts. If you go through my page and look through my posts, on one of them, bro. Like if you, if you want it. Send me a message, I'll accept it, okay. and I'll uh, and I'll send you the link. Since your page ain't private. June 29th, keep that date in, date in mind. June 29th, That's word from Ray Bus. My birthday. Uh, we going, we going live. Hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Yes, yes, that's go ahead and do that. That's gonna be, uh, we're gonna don that lyrical. I like that. Yeah, no, we're gonna, we're gonna just name it Ray Busket Day. That's Ray Busket Day. Oh, I own that date, June 29th. I own that date, June 29th. So, like, wait, so, like, is there gonna be like some like memorial? Like, where were you for my last album release? My last album release was split. You should have been there. But you should have been for like, look, it's gonna be the same thing. Like my next album release, like we yeah, look. Talking about the future, I can't tell you know, y'all now, but we got a a special surprise on that release that everybody gonna want to uh, tune into. So it's it's the, the unicorn. I am the unicorn. You have a unicorn. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh yes. I I could be. <laughs> I Bro, like you are him. not Chris Stapp's poison. I shoot like him. You know, I have my my uh my little youth kids. <laughs> really? But one day I got hot. You know, I got hot from the three point line. Really? It was like he got the cheat code. He got the cheat code. <laughs> nah, what you talking about? Like he got you. Nah, like, I was letting I was like, letting like, threes like, go. I was that stroke was happening. I was letting threes go. Ugh. <laughs> They could stop. You got you delusional. They could stop. This was uh, this was like a month ago. It was like two months ago. Listen, we gotta live it now, bro. This was two months ago. Look, I ain't finna run to the basket and try to jump and all that. I'm gonna stand at three point line. I'm gonna let him go. And if you stop me, then you stop me. But if you don't stop me, it's going it. Hey, you hey, look, we ain't even getting on LeBron. Leave LeBron alone. Wait, let's just leave LeBron alone. We ain't doing LeBron <laughs> right now. It's Wait. the Jordan time. Huh? 
Oh, okay, go ahead, man. Do, 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 oh, my bad. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. We can talk about No, we ain't talking about LeBron tonight, not tonight, nigga. What y'all want to talk about, dude? Look, I got look, I got four percent. Y'all talk about what hey, y'all man. want to, but when it cut off, it's off. <laughs> nah, see that's what I'm trying to say, man. Who? We haven't we haven't yeah, late night consoles on the porch with our uh shot top and uh Tito. I mean you always that invited, sounds, bro. Actually, that sounds pretty good, bro. Man, that sounds like <laughs> It's nice outside. Y'all ain't been outside. It's nice outside. Yeah, yeah, I actually. Am. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm about to go hang out with. Uh, wait. I'll be home. That wouldn't come out right. Never mind. Never mind. The nice Tiff, your boyfriend back? Or you still out? Your boyfriend back? No. Oh man. What? He's no. No, no. But I was just gonna say I, I was gonna go. Oh, banana um, hammock. Okay. Back and hang out in. You would have banana, banana hammock. hammock. Yes, but <laughs> I just realized. No, I do not have a banana hammock. <laughs> Nor do I carry grape smugglers. So you go to bed. I'm grown. Y'all go to bed. Hey man, I, I, I truly appreciate y'all. I truly appreciate y'all. Y'all need it. Marquel and the, and the <laughs> No, seriously, man. I appreciate y'all. It's official. You know, Marquel's been doing the madness. We get, you know, we get deep into the topics. And uh, we'll be back. You know, we'll, we'll have to do this again. Facts. There's, there's no doubt about it. I'm sure there's facts, more. Facts, facts, facts. Facts. All right. Well, hey, we'll set it up. And we'll be back. Thank y'all for joining us on Mark Quill's Mandated Madness.